Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Today's show is brought to you by our loyal patrons over on Patreon. In addition to our traditional sponsors, y'all keep the lights on over here at SAF HQ. If you'd like to help support the show and get some cool rewards, go to patreon.com slash she's all fat pod and sign up for as little as a dollar a month. Or if you're a traditional advertiser and you want to work with us, contact us at FYI at she's all fat pod.com. Yeah. But if somebody is laughing, you could make eye contact with them and just be like, what's funny? Like that, you are eating. You have to make them say it out loud. Like what? Sorry, make I don't them. get it. What is it? <laughs> make them spell out the shame. Sophie. I'm April, and this is She's All Fat, the podcast for body positivity, radical self-love, and chill vibes only. This week, we'll discuss slick woods, making workplaces more inclusive, and we answer your questions. April, what are you obsessed with this week? All right. And I knew, by the way, <laughs> I knew. I can't believe. Last night when I was working on this, I was like, oh, I bet April's going to put this as her one, and she always goes first, and so I won't be able to do it first, <laughs> but I also wanted to do this obsession first. I just want to say. <laughs> can't believe. So you I took the opportunity. I knew it. I knew <laughs> to it. To claim this is your obsession. No, well, it's it yours. It is mine. It's yours. I just also knew you were going to do it and wanted to do it, too. Thank you. For allowing me to have this obsession. We can share our obsession. No, it's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> I can't believe. Okay, so this week, my first obsession is the model Slick Woods. For those of you who do not know, because you're very late, Slick Woods is a model. She's very hot. She just did um, Brianna's Savage Fenty Lingerie show, which, by the way, did you hear about the Marc Jacobs drama with no. this? No. Okay, so Savage Fenty just had their fashion show, and it was the last show at New York Fashion Week. Marc Jacobs usually has the slot as the last show, like the final closer. Mm. So apparently he was so mad that he made his show start an hour and a half late, so <gasps> technically it would be the last show, when really Whoa. he had like the last before the last. But still, like, Rihanna closed Fashion Week. That like, is so... Calm down. What a drama queen. What a little drama queen. Wow. Either way, Rihanna was obviously the shining star of Fashion Week. Slickwoods famously walked the show nine months pregnant went into labor on the runway That's so amazing what the hell icon an icon gave birth right after to a beautiful boy um i love slick woods because she's a gap tooth bitch just like me and i really appreciate it her like gap is as wide as mine which my gap is really wide i can fit four forks into it that your I, gap? <laughs> i've tried it but anyway so um yeah she shares the same gap tooth cute. vibe cute. as me i think she's so beautiful and i just think she's unique looking and i love the way that she carries herself and she's just like really special and so this week a lot of people are talking about slick woods i've only seen like defensive threads about her on twitter like she's beautiful i'm like i haven't heard anybody say same, otherwise same. but but if they did say otherwise like they're wrong you're only replaceable when other people can make you feel that way 
So it's important to be yourself. I leave my own pack. I'm a Leo. I take over the room. My energy's crazy. But in this house, we stand like what? Yeah. Um, my other obsession, American Vandal season two dropped this weekend. Um, heavily anticipated. I haven't watched it yet, okay. but I'm very no, excited. No spoilies. No spoilies. All I will say is a show like that, which we talked about um, last season when the season one came out, is so difficult to duplicate in a season two because it's so specific. It never should have worked in the first place, but yeah. you would think like it would only work once. No. Season two is incredible. <laughs> so good we my sister and i are watching it we are just saving the finale for like when we need it the most because we're about to go home and like it's gonna be stressful i don't know <laughs> that there's it. good fat rap in the first season but there's some fat rep there's, there's two chubby ucb rap. guys um i can't think of if, if anybody stuck out to me in season two and being fat i don't think so to be honest but some I just of the way back boys are kind of chubby yeah yeah in season one yeah. um but this season i just think it's funny because it's like obviously it's a show that's like a parody but they really do tackle some real issues like they have a whole storyline about the police getting false confessions out of people in this um, season and it's like funny but it's also like oh that's true and that's fucked wow. up and they handle it so well it's just so sophisticated it's so funny please watch American Vandal so that is what I'm obsessed with what are you obsessed with this week okay first of all I'm obsessed with learning how to use CBD to manage my anxiety my psych was like um, I asked him recently about different methods to manage anxiety because I wasn't super pumped right now about going on a prescription. And he was like, try CBD stuff. You can't get addicted to it. You can do as much as you want. I was like, what? <laughs> he was like, vape all day. I was like, he was okay. like, 320 points. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Our audience doesn't know what that means. They don't know that story yet. <laughs> you got to tell it. You have to tell it. No, I'm not going to tell it. You're going to tell it since you're embracing it's this new lifestyle. about me. <laughs> okay. Um, so one time, so meaning to say 420 plays it, said 320 plays it. And now everybody makes fun of her. It's not even a story. It's just like an easy way to make Soph turn pink is to say 320 plays it. Okay. So anyway, now that you're like a hardcore pothead, what's vape up? queen. Okay. CBD does not get you high. <laughs> now that you're like wake and bake, what's your CBD? life like? <laughs> it doesn't really affect your brain as much as for me as someone who has a lot of panic attacks and night terrors, which are just panic attacks when you're asleep and then I wake up screaming. Love it. My my super sweet life. Um, (laughs) It helps like relax my heart rate. So for example, I'll just find that like the way my psych explained it to me is basically that like when you're a kid and you are afraid, like if you had a basement in your house and you were afraid to go into the basement, if you're afraid when you're walking back up, if you make yourself walk slow, it helps control the fear. And if you give into the fear and run, your fear becomes overwhelming. And it's the same thing with CBD, like, or, you know, another kind of, like, the, the one medication I could take for my night terrors is basically an anti-panic attack, like PC, PTSD med that mm-hmm. stops your body from going into fight or flight. So when you're having anxiety, that's one reason that, like, breathing exercises work. If you slow your body down, it becomes a lot easier for your brain to slow down by itself. So that's what the CBD does. It, like, helps me relax my shoulders, relax my jaw, relax my heart. So I'm working on that. I don't really want to share much more than that about my anxiety stuff until I want to. So please don't DM me questions on Instagram about it, which leads me to number two obsession, which is working really hard on boundaries this week. Obsessed with personal boundaries. Obsessed with it. I... 
setting boundaries is something that's very hard for me as someone who really, really, really wants all my friends and family to be fine and help take care of them and help make sure everyone's okay before myself usually. And it can be hard for me to set boundaries that are healthy for other people and in turn for myself, just in terms of like, I can't constantly just be dropping all my shit to go help other people, even though I want to. And so when people DM me on Instagram things about their own personal like health stuff or ask me very invasive questions about anxiety after I post on my story about anxiety or think that they, because I've talked about like having PCOS on the pod, they can ask me specific diagnostic questions about my body and my uterus. It makes me very uncomfortable. And so I feel like I've tried really, really, really hard on my Instagram. It's like in a pinned story. Like I talk about it on my actual story all the time. Like, please don't ask me questions that you wouldn't feel comfortable asking someone who's just an acquaintance. Because even though I know you listen to the pod and I share a lot here, I share what I choose to share here. And I understand, by the way, because I'm also a fan of podcasts. I understand that when people are in your ears, it feels like you're friends because they're with you when you're going about your day and you feel like you relate to them. And we're so happy that people relate to us. But also, like, we make hours and hours of content where we share our personal stories about our bodies and like this is the amount we want to share or if Soph wants to share more on her Instagram she should be the one to decide how much and I totally understand and I'm so happy that you love the podcast and you relate to it but please don't take like our generosity for granted and please don't push past the boundaries that we have set here forthwith well it's interesting because like nobody ever dms you inappropriately no not at all (laughs) it's only me as you should so i'm trying to do like clearly you found a way to communicate boundaries like without saying it and i don't know how to do that so i'm trying to work on that but i am really proud of myself for trying to set those things more recently because when people dm me to ask me about my body then it heightens my anxiety and as i just said trying to lessen my anxiety anyways also very obsessed with Dr. Jart's Sika Pear Repair Cream. Makes you less red. It made you turn from <laughs> red to white. It worked. It was wild to watch. It's by Dr. Jart. My friend Dana used the old version. I don't know if the new version is way different, but basically it's like a sunscreen cream that has a green cast to it, and it made me not look red anymore. Iconic pale-skinned queen. So that's my obsessions. Let's move on to our shout out corner. Okay. You want to shout out our Apple podcast reviews? Sure. Thank you so much to the people belonging to the following usernames who left us a review on Apple podcasts. Everyone who writes a review, um, your name will be shouted out eventually. We appreciate you so much. We love scrolling through looking at those reviews and one day, one day being on new and noteworthy. Um, so thank you so much to KTMC. MD Homeowner, I Love Bagels 92, T Williams CA, and Vela Girl 1273 MD. Thank y'all. We love y'all. And now we are shouting out our patrons. These are people who have become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash she's all fat pod. We love y'all. Here are your shout outs Michael Balage, Zoe Hugh, Nicole Sonnet, Rebecca Alexander, and Naomi Magola. Thank y'all so, so much. And now let's move on to our tip jar corner. Hooray. Our first tip jar is an audio tip jar, which I'm so excited to hear because it's a voice. Give me that voice. Hey guys, it's Hannah. I just want to share a story and I want to share it with you guys because I probably wouldn't have had this thought response before I started listening to your podcast. 
So I am straight sized, uh, but I carry more of my weight in my lower body. And I've had an eating disorder when I was younger. And I've struggled a lot with body image because I've never been comfortable with having thicker thighs. So trying on shorts has always been kind of nerve wracking for me. But anyway, I go into this boutique because there was a pair of shorts in the window that I've been eyeing. There was only one girl working there. I told her I wanted to try on the shorts and she gave me two sizes. She gave me a small and medium. I tried the medium on first and they were too big uh, around my waist. They just were unflattering, too baggy looking. So I tried on the small and they were too tight around my waist and were uncomfortable. So when she asked me how it went, I made a conscious effort to not put myself down. I just said, oh, the medium was too big and the small is uncomfortable. So she said that she was going to look for something else that would better fit my shape. Okay. Um, She brings me a pair of shorts that were similar but had a different cut and then went on to explain that I would like these because, quote, like a skirt, they kind of hide all this while gesturing to her upper thighs. I just want to reiterate that at no point did I say anything about wanting to hide my thighs or not liking my thighs. When I left, I thought that I really wish I would have politely said to her in a calm way, oh, I'm not trying to hide my thighs. They just weren't comfortable. I know she didn't mean it as a dig to me at all, but I'm kicking myself a little bit for not saying something because she could have said that to someone else who maybe was struggling and that would have really hurt them or affected their behavior. So in the future, I'm going to maybe speak up a little bit more, but I just thought it was cool that I really wouldn't have thought that way before listening to your podcast. So thanks for everything you do. Just wanted to share. All right. Thank you so much for sharing that experience, Hannah. Um, And now we just want to highlight our call for submissions for this week. So same as last week, we have our parenting slash raising a body positive child episode coming up. If you have done one of those things, or if you have a question you'd like to share or an experience you'd like to share about parenting, send that in and we will include as many as we can in that episode. Yay. Yay. Um, Also, just a little plug again for our Patreon, specifically for Team I Love Bread, which is our $15 a month um, Patreon level. Um, All the members of Team I Love Bread will get an extra segment every week. So that's in addition to the extra audio cuts from the the normal episode that um, every member of Patreon, $1 and up a month, um, gets from our lovely editor um, and producer, Maria. Um, In addition to Team I Love Bread, we also have one called Team Paisley Moo Moo. And if you're on Team Paisley Moo Moo or above, so if you're in Team I Love Bread, you get this too, you're in our Facebook group where a lot of people are and hang out and post interesting questions and post kind of affirmations for each other and talk about the struggles that they're having and their straight size and plus size people in there. It's a really wonderful space. It's like heavily moderated. <laughs> so it's very safe. And um, everyone in there is very cool. And if you are looking for more places to talk about things, potentially things you would want to message me about, I would suggest instead joining the group. So this week in the group, people are talking about underwear recommendations. Loved that thread. Um, We threw in a hype up for Tomboy X, which is one of our sponsors. People are talking about how to shop for a fat Lara Jean Covey aesthetic. Love that thread. And people are getting ahead of the game on talking about non-offensive Halloween costumes for the kids. How white kids can dress up as characters um, and how parents can decide which characters are appropriate for their kids to be and which are not. 
amazing conversations. Join us there. Um, and that's it. We should really get to the meat of it, don't you think? Let's do it. The meat of it. Okay, so this is another edition of You've Got Mail, our season, like, what's the thing? Not annual. I guess our every season tradition. Seasonal? Seasonal? I don't know. Seasonal seems right. Okay. Um, Our seasonal tradition of having a mailbag episode. So we're excited to tackle a bunch of questions from our Hannah's to us. I love this kind of episode. I wish we had a lot more time and money so we could do two episodes a week and have one be a mailbag app and one be a regular app. We get a lot of good questions. We get so many good questions and it would be amazing to be able to answer them all. We are going to tackle as many as we can today, and I'm just going to read our little disclaimer from our previous episodes in case y'all forgot. Do it. Number one, we're both in our mid-20s. We're not experts about anything except for, say it with me, ourselves. ourselves. <laughs> That's it. And honestly, even then, don't know. I don't, I don't know, know it there's myself. So much, literally, I'm like, not a girl, not yet a woman. Like, there's so much. I don't know. Even then, every day, I'm constantly learning things about myself and realizing things that seem extremely obvious. It's always the year of realizing stuff. The other day I realized my sister handed me a breakfast sandwich with pepper jack cheese on it. Guess what? I don't like pepper jack cheese. Really? <laughs> I just discovered that. You just that. realized that? I don't like that. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't know what's up. I was yeah. like, get this away from me. The other day, I'm always doing this. Like, I'm really tired today. I don't know why I feel so tired and bad today. And then someone was like, when did you go to bed last night? And I was like, oh, I couldn't fall asleep till five. And they were like, okay, so. And I was like. You didn't sleep. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Five is morning. You missed it. I'm just used to having struggles, struggling to sleep. So we're learning and growing every day. Um, What else? So our goal with episodes like these is to start conversations and, of course, give our perspective on things. So it's totally possible that we're wrong. And if you disagree or you have helpful, constructive feedback, please email us. Um, But we are just going to answer these questions to the best of our ability. And we're going to we're going to have fun, too. Yeah. We've had a a lot of heavy episodes this week or this season, which we never shy away from. And I'm excited that we're getting into the hashtag discourse. The real issues. The real issues. The real shit. The real shit. We've had amazing guests so far we have more amazing guests later in this season we've been doing a lot of things that you know talking about things we're not experts in and we're not experts here but we're gonna pretend we are let's get into it do it okay you want to read question number one sure this is a question we get a lot so we are happy to answer it i feel like we've answered it here and there around the internet and on some episodes i think on our feature on on call your girlfriend we might have a little bit but we're gonna talk about it here This person, this Hannah said, I am so curious as to how you two met, became friends, and decided that this podcast and business venture was something you wanted to pursue. I love your podcast and look forward to Thursdays when when I can listen to your beautiful voices and feel the good vibes. Smiley face. Wow. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you, Hannah. I love to hear your perspective because I've told my version of this. What's your version? Isn't it the same version? Well, we'll find out. (laughs) You tell me. Um, We were both on this app that failed pretty quickly <laughs> created by bj novak <laughs> let's roast bj novak at this corner Is that- <laughs> i was talking to someone the other day who i was telling them about this and they were like i know someone who the other day who said like i've invested in too many failed bj novak projects that's hilarious it's like what? so funny so it is dead while it was existing it was fun while it lasted it just did not last long it just didn't last and it could be related to the fact that he only hired um you know white guys who were friends from high school to run it but it could not be related to that too who knows <laughs> so fucking shady um who knows hmm. honestly so 
it was this writing app called the list app and basically people would go on it and like write kind of in bullet point or list format stories about their life or like how to list um or just like jokes or lists of people on the subway train or lists of people on the bus around them lists of people in their family who believe x like lists of the time that they had this embarrassing thing happen and it was just like really fun community really interesting stuff people would share. I learned a lot from it. That's where I found Dina, who does the Leo oil um, that I like to buy. But April and I met each other on there. We like became friends through just like reading each other's lists. I thought April was really funny. Don't know what she thought of me. <laughs> and then... I thought Sophie was funny as well, and she seemed really smart. And I mean, here's the thing. The longer the app existed, the more it was clear that certain people were there to just like showcase their work and get famous Loki. Yeah. And I just appreciated that Sophie's lists were always just like genuinely what she wanted to write about. Like who cares who was looking at it? You just really? wrote from the heart. Yeah. That's so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a very sweet girl. Slept on. (laughs) (laughs) So we met. I posted on there because I got a job and had to move to LA kind of short notice. And then we met in real life at like a meetup. They used to have like everybody who's on list in LA meet here in Austin or whatever. We went to this like overpriced restaurant. And Nina was there that day too. Do Mm -hmm. you remember meeting Nina that day? Barely. She didn't Um, talk very much. And we were like, we got hungry and left pretty quickly. But um, Soph was there and she ordered a cheese plate for herself. And I was like, she seems cool. (laughs) (laughs) That was fun. You know, I've met real-life friends from Instagram and Twitter, too, but it's not the same. Like, it was a very... It felt very cool and special. It was just most people, like... It, it it differs on other social media platforms, but on list, most people, if you read their list and you met them, it made sense. Like, yeah. it lined up. Like, they were kind of the same. Totally. And so it was cool because it was a good sample of what somebody is like and what their interests are and what their talents are. And it was just cool. So, like, RP list, I, I joined in 2015, and then I think we got the dead email in, like, 20... Like it was like a year or and a half later. Yeah, so not a long time. Yeah, so we met on the internet, and then April said she was moving here, and I was like, "What's your email?" And I she wrote this list that was like, "Uh, help!" <laughs> and I wrote her an email, and I was like, "Hey, you can stay in my spare room if you want. Like, I'll help you out." Blah blah blah. So excited you're coming to LA, have a new friend. And April was like, "Haha, don't know if you're a murderer, but." <laughs> <laughs> and then we met, and it was fun. And then we just hung out. A lot, and then April had the idea for the podcast, and, and then here we, are. we got started. Here we are. So that's yeah. the story. Thank you for asking, Hannah. Yeah. All right, let's move on to question number two. Okay. Hi, Sophie and April. A real life Hannah here. I am a small fat, so I recognize my privilege, but I have a question about balancing exercise and pushing yourself um, with self-love and body positivity. Something I've noticed is that the more entranced in body positivity I get, the less I work out and the more I eat whatever I want and I tend to gain weight. And I know that this isn't an inherently bad thing, but I also know that I feel healthiest when I'm eating well and being active. And although I do know this, I can't help but fall into spells of intensely working out to get back to my old weight and appearance and it feels really unhealthy. I know that this tendency is entirely wrapped up in diet culture and pressure to have a certain shape and look a certain way. So I'm wondering how do I balance weight maintenance and healthy habits with self-love and body positivity? Or am I completely falling into the diet culture trap by even mentioning weight maintenance? Love you lots. 
All right. I have not heard the phrase love you lots in so many years. Really? Wow. That really took me back. All right. Love you lots. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for that question, Hannah. Thank you, Hannah. What do you think? I think this is a really common phase a lot of people go through when they're trying to figure out body positivity. I mean, the answer to me is pretty clear, which is just like um, you have to work on decoupling exercise and eating in a way that's healthy for your body with weight loss. It sounds like to me, you're conflating body positivity with just like not paying attention to health. And I think kind of body positivity is a separate thing from health Mm -hmm. to me. It's like body positivity is about like legal and social safety for all kinds of bodies, like on any scale of health. And so that's important because, um, it doesn't matter what your level of like ultimate to not ultimate health you are and whether or not you're quote unquote working on it, your body should be respected. So to me, like exercise and wellness is like kind of separate from that apart from the ways in which they're like intrinsically intertwined because like having a healthy self image, whatever, whatever affects your self-esteem, et cetera. So for, for me, it's, hard to work on uh, the things you're talking about because as someone who had disordered eating in the past, like it was really, really hard for me to shift my thinking about food from uh, any kind of intentional eating almost always slipped into restriction or binging. And that's what nutritionists, dietitians who practice Hayes philosophy, uh, white neutral nutritionists and dietitians, we have a lot recommended on our website, on the resources page. Um, there's a bunch of really amazing ones on Instagram. That's kind of where they can come in and help you um, shift your focus on the way you think about food and and exercise to um, a building up feeling instead of a tearing down feeling. So that was something really big that I worked on in this last year is eating in a way that is, my goal every day is to eat enough uh, vitamins and protein and like things that will make my body feel good. And that's a very different perspective from eating less to lose weight. Just like shifting the purpose of food in your life, allowing yourself pleasure and to not care about calories is the first step for everyone, I think. And that sounds like where you are right now. And if you want to, you can take the next step of like, okay, my body feels a little out of whack for what it's used to. I know that when I eat differently, it affects the way that I feel. How can I eat differently in a way that's paying attention to what foods make my body feel good and understand and learn that that is totally separate from what weight I fluctuate to or end up at. I also think this question is a really helpful way to talk about the phase because you've kind of presented it like the Venn diagram of like what is quote unquote healthy, what is diet culture and what is body positive. So you asked us like is being concerned with quote unquote weight management body positive? And I would say no because we're, you know, the whole part of the political movement on the personal end of things is to not be so concerned with the act of losing weight. And you also asked us if being concerned with eating healthy is body positive. And I would say no to that as well, because we've talked about on the show how health should not be considered a moral good. Health is not an obligation. But if you are concerned in eating in a way that feels good to you, that is totally understandable and we support it. It's just that it's not within the body positive realm because yeah. there isn't one way to eat healthy. It is like you can you can look at eating and, and exercise through a body positive lens. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think I'm trying to encourage you to do is just to ask yourself, what would it look like to find out what is 
healthy, quote unquote, for my body and not look at it through the lens of weight. Look at it through the lens of what things make my stomach feel good, what things give me energy throughout the day, what things fill me up, what things make me have enough energy so that I can do joyful movement with my body. And I think shifting to that perspective, which is body positive in terms of like uh, being weight neutral, mm-hmm. like you're not using weight to look at it. And and also I think if you can manage to decouple weight and healthy eating, that's like a really hard thing. But honestly, eating to lose weight is extremely different from quote unquote healthy eating. Exactly. For so many years when I was going through my shit, like exercise and punishment to get myself to a smaller size are so coupled. Yeah. And so I think that you have to really push yourself to find a form of exercise that you are genuinely enjoying and you aren't just doing for weight management because if you are just doing it for weight management that that is you know still being entrenched in diet culture and by the way like if you still are doing that i understand you, you if, didn't flip a switch or you know if it's hard for you to think about eating or think about exercise in these ways right now that's also fine it's like a very long road to decouple them and that's why i recommended some of the nutritionists and dietitians that we have like recommended on our site because it's extremely hard mm-hmm. It's something you've been trained to do your whole life. You're not going to just like flip it. One of the first steps though is is like identifying what am I doing because I want to do? What am I doing because I want to feel better? And what am I doing because I feel like I have to do it? So like one of the first steps is thinking about it critically like this and it seems like you're doing it. So you're on a good path. And I would encourage you to continue examining why you do the things you do and what makes you feel good versus what's going to make you be smaller. Yeah. Wouldn't it be amazing if you discovered you could feel good regardless of your weight? What a dream. Yeah. Truly. Thank you for writing in, Hannah, and sending in that beautiful voice. Thank you, Hannah. Next, Q. Okay, I'll read it. I'm going to try my best. Uh, I can't read. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) Okay. Question from Hannah. I love salad, and one spot I go to... (laughs) So already a Hannah that I can't relate to, but support. Can't can't relate, but prayers up. Okay. I love salad. And one spot I go to is a salad bar. Me being a foodie and a weirdo, I love lots of veggies and some toppings. So I go all out. But I was recently put off by two young straight sized girls snickering at me or something else. Maybe I'm paranoid while I was ordering. I fluctuated with my weight and I generally haven't had to deal with this in a while. But for some reason this stood out and I felt more angry than embarrassed. How do you deal with this paranoia? All right. I have talked about this before. I have definitely felt this fear, especially because if you're fat or like chubby, then I've definitely had people comment on what I'm eating. Oh yeah. Strangers or waiters or whatever, Mm -hmm. like a good choice. I'll be like, fuck you. (laughs) What? No. Yeah. I don't know. I've definitely. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Felt this before. The reality is you have no idea what they were snickering at. They could have been snickering at you, but also it's a salad bar, so it's less likely that it was like at you for choosing a salad. It could have just been rude at you, but like, you know, everyone there is eating salad. But either way, it's like, there. you really can't win. The only solution is just to try to get to a place where you block it out. Yeah. Because either they're, like, making fun of you for trying to eat something that's going to, like, fuel your body, or they're making fun of... Like, either way, it's like... like who cares? Who cares? I you mean, know? It is, I totally understand. I have felt super insecure in that situation before. My courses of action um, for if this kind of thing happens, there's, like, a couple courses you can take, depending on how your mental health is that day. You can just kind of take the same approach that I would take if a relative at Thanksgiving was being racist, which is just be like, what do you mean? What are you doing? This is, like, not a situation I would do that because they weren't talking to you. Yeah, and it's hard to tell what it was even what's directed going on. at. Yeah. But if somebody is laughing, you could make eye contact with them and just be like, what's funny? Like, that you are eating? You have to make them say it out loud. Like, what? Sorry, make I don't them. get it. What is it? <laughs> make them spell out the shame. Because, <laughs> like, then no matter what they say, it's kind of like, oh, really? Like, uh, oh, I was laughing because oh. I'm a bad person. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> um, the other approach you can take is just kind of take the one that's, like, the better person one, which is just, like, smile at them and make eye contact with them and smile at them, make them feel bad mm-hmm. for it. Um, the next one you can take is just to totally ignore it. Like they have no power over you. And then the final one is the I'm better than you move, which is just kind of look at them slightly, like as if they're a fly, slightly irritated as if like their voices are coming in on the like haze of amazingness you have around (laughs) you and just kind of be like, that's, what is that irritation? Mm -hmm. And then just go. Like depends on what makes you feel powerful that day. Um, I a lot of times go for ignore. I most of the time go for um, the eye contact, the prolonged eye contact, not in a fighting way, but just in a like, do you want to realize what you're doing? Do you want to realize it? <laughs> you want to look deeply in your, at the mirror at yourself? It's like a dog. You have to put their face in it, honestly. <laughs> like, you want to think about how you're making a face about me right now? Because that's a really rude thing to do, honey. And you know that. It's, you can say all that with your face. You could definitely communicate that. Or you could just, what I always recommend is just blocking it out. Because honestly, it's not your job to make this bad person a better person. No, they're not, not at all. If they're not involved in it, they're not They're not concerned with being better in any way. Um, but of course, I understand that there's a lot of shame around eating in public. And that there will be times where people really will come up to you and be like, you know, this, this burger comes in a lettuce wrap. And it's like, just it's filling. <laughs> <laughs> when it's not, you know. It, it is not. It's not. And... For myself, I know I have a lot of trouble not caring about what other people think about me. Not really in a stranger's way, I think. I have anxiety about personal connections. And so one thing I always go back to is just that, like, dumb saying that's, like, what other people think of you is none of your business. If those people are acting that way, then that's, like, honestly their problem. That's their problem. What my mom always says is if they're not paying your bills, pay them no mind. That's so good. (laughs) It's just, like, it does not affect you in any way what they think about you at all. That's a way better version of it. 
My mom's an icon. <laughs> and she truly doesn't give a fuck what you think. I love that. Also, it's very... April says something to me that's always very, very helpful for me in these situations, which is just like, is this worth your is this worth your time? Truly. I forget exactly how you say it. But uh, sure. Or if it serves you. Like, yeah. if, if being concerned about what this person is maybe thinking about you will serve you. We have 24 hours in the day. I'm sure you could use that time doing something else. You can be on Twitter. <laughs> but I understand. I feel the paranoia. I also used to feel paranoia about, like eating in public in general because I'm, like, klutzy and, like, sloppy and messy. And yeah. I was like, oh, people are going to associate the messiness with me being fat. But, you know, like, so what? Like, yeah. they can choke. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, they can choke. Exactly. Because you know? guess what? It. You do have to eat, unfortunately. I do have to eat. And if I need to put a bib on, I'll put a fucking <laughs> yeah. bib on. It yeah. is what it is. But, like, we feel you. I have definitely felt this. Hopefully some of those strategies will work for you. Generally, I strive to follow April's example on this. The methods I gave you are for when I feel like I'm too upset to not do something. And it does feel very satisfying to sometimes make eye contact with someone and just smile for a really long time. <laughs> it's petty, but effective. It's They get scared. Yeah, they have to like confront it. Mm-hmm. I feel it. Thank you for this question, Hannah. Let's move on to the next one. Okay. Hi, Sophie and April. It's Hannah. I am a cisgendered, able-bodied white woman, and I work for a female-founded and female-forward startup. And as we continue to expand, we consider a lot about our spaces and how inclusive they can be in terms of gender, race, class. Um, But a lot of the time, we don't consider things like sizeism and ableism in the decisions that we make. Um, Part of that is decisions on furniture or accessibility into buildings. And I just wanted to know if you guys had any advice of how to talk to companies internally about these issues. Um, My worst fear is ending up on all go as a place that people cannot all go. So if you guys have any advice or feedback, that would be awesome. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for this question, Hannah, Um, and for making an effort to make a more inclusive workplace. Um, this is a tricky question because I can't say that I've had to do this at a job that I've had previously. I have one time. Mm. I mean, not in a structural way. Okay. At one of the few jobs I've had. So, you know, if you look at my website, you might be able to figure out which one. I have tried at both of them to make things more accessible for myself. Um, one for size and one for like my mental health stuff. At one of them, I had to be like, Hey, um, this chair is really uncomfortable for me and I need like a cushion because my ass hurts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's too small for me. Can I have a different chair? Then my boss who was thin, so the same boss who asked me, is it hard for you to make friends? You're kind of unlikable. <laughs> so sorry. She got me a different chair, but not without being like, oh yeah, I guess it must be like hard to be like plus size. And I was like, okay, <laughs> thanks. I guess. Okay. Um, then she told me she understood because she was a very picky eater. Anyways. <laughs> Um, anyways, uh, at my other job, I like asked to not sit in like the open plan space because my ADD and anxiety makes it really hard for me to concentrate on like my computer when there's a million people talking and like making jokes and like throwing a football back and forth. And that like, for some reason wasn't totally allowed, I guess, because like, um, they wanted the whole team to be right there or whatever. And that boss I had more sympathy for because I like her as a person and because she was like, I have anxiety too. I get it. And like, sorry, those are the rules here. And I was only there for a short time. And so I didn't like want to push further, but it did feel very like, 
I don't know how I would do this for myself. Like, I don't know how I would advocate on these things for myself from this, like, lower position. Mm -hmm. So I'm so appreciative of this, Hannah, for, like, trying to do this for other people. Because I think that's the ideal. The ideal is that someone would recognize the problem who is thin or has a smaller fat privilege and Mm -hmm. has a position of power in the workplace and would get ahead of it. So I would say, commend this, Hannah. I would say, try to locate other people of power who, in people in positions of power, who even if they're not body positive, have demonstrated some general empathy in the past. Mm -hmm. Because, like, going to your boss who doesn't give a shit about anybody is never going to work because he doesn't give a shit about anybody. (laughs) But if you can identify a a person with power who you have seen in previous previous iterations of this show that they care about making sure people are comfortable at work and just being like, hey, um, here's one problem. I would say don't attack all of the inclusivity issues at once. Just say, here's one issue I've seen. You know, the chairs in our office have arms and the arms might be limiting to people who have like a wider body and i think you just start there if you can come to them with a problem and with a solution that tends to help because usually people in positions of power like don't have time but if you can say like here's a problem i already fixed it i just need you to sign off on it they have a better chance of being like all right so yeah it's hard because i haven't had this issue before at work i would hope that if i identified a problem i would jump on it but it hasn't come up previously but i wanted to share um one of our hannah's in our facebook patreon group had an experience with the boss who saw a problem with inclusivity and attacked it for her and she didn't even have to do anything and it worked out great yeah so i'm going to share a story strap in um from our hannah i work at a university and yesterday my boss who is a straight-sized woman asked me to go to the bookstore and pick out some university apparel so they can embroider the department name on it for me to wear i explained to her that i had already checked the bookstore and the highest size they carry was a 2x and i wear a 4x i have never seen someone's face go from happy to the fury of a thousand suns so fast in my life she whipped out the department credit card and told me to go wherever i shop and pick up the appropriate color shirts and they'll have them embroidered for me then an hour later she beasts cc'd me on a long email to the director of the university bookstore my favorite line was by not carrying a variety of sizes including larger ones the message you are sending intentional or not to our plus size students and staff is that they don't matter you are saying they don't deserve to have pride in this school i had been nervous about starting a new job at a new university but clearly i made the right choice so i love how this hannah's boss handled this issue like attacked it head on yeah and cared about it a lot and i understand that you might not be in the same position as this person to like take care of it by yourself but i think this is a good outline on how to like immediately identify the problem and jump in without the person who was marginalized by the issue having to do it themselves i really appreciate that there are people like this hannah who are looking for ways to make their workplace better for other people Gives me hope. Keep us posted on how your approach works and if you've had any success. And we want to hear from other people as well. How have you been able to change your work environment to be more inclusive? Let us know. Yeah. Um, thank you for sending in that voice memo, Hannah. Thank you. All right. Let's move on to our rapid fire. Okay. So we went on Instagram Live a little bit ago um, and we asked for a bunch of questions to ask in this episode. So we're just going to answer as quick as we can some of these questions. Okay. So let's just go back and forth asking each other. Okay. So I'll ask you. Number one, if you have kids, what would you name them? Um, 
I would name them my mom's name, Margaret, or maybe a combination of my, my mom's and my sister's middle names. Also, I, if Victor and I have kids, I want to name one of them um, after his, like, grandparents. Do you keep a notes app of baby names on your phone? Not yet. Okay. Do you? Oh, yeah. What are they? <laughs> um, My mom's name, Garmay, is in there. I like the name Sage a lot. I don't know why. <laughs> so weird. It's so weird. T'Challa, Lucille, Amelia, Candia. Um, okay, this one I put Radiant Essence question mark. I was tripping. Oh, Jesus um, Christ. I like the name Harlem. I like the name Free. Okay. okay, next question, April. Which of Peter Kavinsky's... <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. 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 Hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, stop, stop. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on? What's going on? Whoa, 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 whoa. your fave it's the third whoa <laughs> great <laughs> what about you mine is probably when when Largene's upset in the hallway coming back in and he's like whoa 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 and then and then the subway friend is like are you gonna do something yeah yeah that was a good one yeah so hot <laughs> um okay have you ever dealt with any discoloration slash darkness on neck if so any tips i have not have you i have had a little bit of discoloration i haven't done anything about it okay which Disney character embodies you best and why? And what's your favorite Disney villain? Lately, what I've been feeling a lot like is Taka when she turns into Tafiti. That's all I'm going to say. Just the song. And then the heart goes back in and then she just calms down. And that's me after the CBD. And only my <laughs> Moana heads will know what I'm talking about. Moana okay? Head. okay. Okay. And fave villain? Either Hades from Hercules or Yzma from um, The Emperor's New Groove, who's voiced by Eartha Kid. Oh my god, what an icon. Yeah. I loved Eartha Kid. She's incredible. I would say who I relate to most, for some reason, uh, Lilo from Lilo and Stitch comes up. Sure. <laughs> I don't know why. Chubby ethnic girl. Chubby ethnic girl. <laughs> she has a big sister. I have a big sister. With a similar relationship. Mm-hmm. I feel the Lilo vibes. Also Mulan. I mean, I'm not as brave as Mulan. <laughs> But I always appreciated her, uh, you know, strength of character. Yeah. Okay, favorite Disney also, villain. <laughs> sorry, Cogsworth. Hard Cogsworth <laughs> relative here. Wait, who's Cogsworth? Cogsworth is the, like, fucking annoying um, <laughs> clock in Beauty and the Beast who's always like, oh, we're yeah. gonna be late! We're gonna be late! And I can't handle it if we're late! It's me. So annoying. Yeah. So annoying. That's me. Favorite Disney villain, I would say Ursula. Um, okay, next question. Okay. Favorite YA book read in 2018? I just um, want to say Puddin by... Puddin. Puddin by, by uh, Julie Murphy. Our fave Julie Murphy. Yep, sequel to Dumplin'. So good. I would say mine is the third in the Jenny Han to All the Boys I've Loved Before trilogy. <laughs> the most iconic trilogy of all time. It's called Always and Forever, Laura Jean. I'm, someone says, I want to know if we ever found Mel. <laughs> I'm just... I'm Okay, I'm trying to remember if we, we did the update, because we had two potential Mel's. I think we did. Okay. But after that, we could never really narrow down. They were like, there was doubt. I have doubts. Uh, <laughs> so, there was doubt for both of those potential Mel's, and we have not... We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I um, I would love to find Mel one day. I think of her often. Um, What is your staple clothing item slash accessory? I find that I always wear a long necklace. Not sure when that started or why. What about you? I wear a lot of rings a lot, or like my finger rings. Your power rings. My power rings. They all have crystals in them. My staple clothing item 
is honestly a torrid bralette. Nice. All day, every Very day. True. Um, okay, next question. Have you ever had slash if you ever have a real life Hannah send in a question? Wait, 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 wait. Let me read this out in my head first. Oh, if a person named Hannah yeah. sent. Okay, so the question is, have we had a person actually named Hannah send in a question and only give them a different name? No, everyone's <laughs> Hannah unless you ask us not to call you Hannah for like Which gender identity had. reasons. Yeah. But um, otherwise, you're on my Hannahs. And we have had Hannahs write in and then be like, I'm actually a Hannah. And that's happened more than three times. Like, oh, frequently. So, <laughs> <laughs> All my listeners why are named Hannah think, or Sophie. Why do you think we say Hannah? <laughs> so funny. Okay. Um, all right. Next cue. Apologies if you've answered this, but which Liz McGuire character would you be and why? Unfortunately. I am Lizzie. And unfortunately, I am Gordo. She is Gordo. <laughs> she is Gordo. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, How do you deal with days when you're not feeling body positive? Any tips, please? I just acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just try to keep keep it pushing. I'm like, not so hot about my gut today. Yeah. Anyway. I sometimes will text April and be like, I feel disgusting and gross today. And April will be like, hell yeah. And then we move on. (laughs) We have our our bad bod days kind of frequently, to be honest. (laughs) And we keep it pushing. It is what it is. I'm not the mindset of like, look in the mirror and squeeze your rolls and tell them you love them. Like, no. You know what? Some days it's, it's, I don't feel that hot about it, but I'm not going to be my up about it any longer no. i'm gonna accept it as truth and keep it fucking pushing and guess what tomorrow i usually feel better top five places you and sophie would like to visit and what you want to do or see there okay so i have always wanted to go to morocco because i Ooh. like moroccan mm-hmm. food i've always wanted to go to japan now i really want to go to japan for terrace house reasons number <laughs> okay. three i want to go to greece my sister did study abroad in greece mm. and like all the photos were so beautiful it's really nice oh i would die and also sisterhood of traveling pants two <laughs> always wanted to go to greece what am i on number four uh oh italy i'm trying mm-hmm. to, i'm trying to eat mm-hmm. to be honest um and then number five i want to go to iceland what about you okay number one i want to go to prince edward island in canada Ooh. i want to go to all the cute places that anne of green gables was written okay okay number two i want to go to somewhere in east asia uh that's two i want to go to like, I, I want to go to Wales, mm-hmm. and I want to go back to Ireland. Number four, I want to go to... I would love to go to Polynesia, somewhere in Polynesia. Take Lindsay, back to her roots. And I would love to go to... Oh, I want to go to, like, see, visit you when you move back to Africa. <laughs> when I'm done with my American citizenship, yeah. which I'm, like, any fucking day now... <laughs> That would be amazing. Can I come visit Liberia? Only if you agree to tell everyone that we have the best jollof rice. Sure. Anyway, um, our rice is the best rice. Sure. Thank you. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, last question. What do you think are the biggest differences between how fat women presenting people are treated versus male presenting people are treated? So we're going to do an episode, maybe not this season, not sure we have time, but in a future season about like what, it, what the fat male slash mask experience is is like but i think in general the like easiest thing to point to is just the way that tess holiday was treated on the cover of this magazine versus the way that other like fat men have been on the cover of of, like sexy magazines and it's like you can be fat and like a, a fat man and be a sex object or be a romantic hero and that is still such a huge thing that fat women are not allowed to do 
absolutely and be treated as like unironically yeah as a sex symbol because sometimes fat celebrities will be like haha isn't it funny that like people find this person hot but no like rick ross is topless yeah. in xxl magazine like every single month um fucking dj khaled won't put a shirt on yeah. everybody like people throw themselves at him yeah and i would say that in terms of like literally sex appeal the way that we're treated is different or just the way i think like some of it comes down to who is allowed to take up space and why and how it's taking up space is power and how it's presence and etc etc but that's not an issue for another episode so we're gonna leave it there that's it that's it thank you so much to all these hannahs for all of your thoughtful questions and keep sending them in now we need more questions because we've gone through like a lot of them in our inbox and everything we've mentioned has been listed on our resource page on our website so we'll link to that in the show notes but as far as any resources about like haze or anything else we've mentioned you should be able to find it there can we ask each other a question oh sure what's your question um my question is when you write in your journal do you say (laughs) dear april or do you just start writing i it's weird i write it as if i'm talking to somebody else so sometimes i'll like a apologize to my journal for not writing for a long time. I do. I've done a lot of <laughs> journals from weird? when I was young where I did that. I'll be like, all right, I, I know I said I'd write every day. <laughs> I did that too. I don't know why that is. So no, I don't say dear April. I'm just like, journal, can you fucking believe this? <laughs> it's weird. That's um, amazing. But people don't believe I'm a diary writer. I absolutely am. Um, okay, my question for you is now that you're no longer pink skinned, like how is this going to change your um, persona as a yeah. person? Um, now that I have Dr. Jart's green sick a pair cream mm-hmm. in my life um i'm just gonna start like making paper and like taking over the world <laughs> it's just gonna like end all my problems is I'm that so what excited. happens when you figure out body issues yeah when you become perfect <laughs> it's no longer an issue <laughs> right i'm ready for my re- rewards now <laughs> so it um, is it is a new era honestly i'm excited for this era i think the, the biggest difference is just gonna be that I will buy less NARS and Glossier concealer because mm. I don't need it as much now. Um, well, I'm happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> so that concludes our mailbag. Um, as we mentioned, all of our resources will be on our resource page and in the show notes. And thank you again for these letters, Hannah. Thanks, Hannahs. You're welcome. You're welcome, Thanos. Today's episode of Teens All Fat is brought to you by Tomboy X. We love Tomboy X, you love Tomboy X, and fall is just around the corner. So why not get yourself some new fall underwear? Tomboy X has lots of styles, cuts, colors, and prints, from bikinis to boxer briefs to trunks, as well as super comfy bras, and all options come in extra small to 4X. Whatever kind of underwear you want, Tomboy X has got your butt covered. The materials they use to make underwear are all eco-friendly, from the quick-dry moisture-wicking fabrics of their activewear line to the super-soft micro-modal fabric in the neutrals line. We also love that Tomboy X works with women-owned factories and makes sure that everything they make is ethically produced. We stand a comfy, cute, ethical undie. My favorite around-the-house outfit is my old athletic shorts and a Tomboy X sports bra. I love the one I have with its cute rainbow band under my chest. It's comfy, supportive without being restrictive, and the exact right vibe for singing karaoke in my mirror. I love that the neutrals line is a truly wide spectrum of colors and shades. It's very rare to see such a diverse spectrum of shades. When I try on my shade number two bralette and boy short set for the very first time, the color matched me so well I could have sworn I was actually nude. 
This is a new code, so listen up. Go to tomboyx.com slash SAF2018 and check out their special bundles and pack pricing. She's All Fat listeners get an extra 15% off with code SAF2018. Again, code SAF2018 for an extra 15% off. Ditch whatever you're wearing for a pair of Tomboy X underwear. Go to tomboyx.com slash SAF2018. Now let's move on to It's Okay, You Can Ask, a segment where we stop being polite and start getting real. We'll find out the <laughs> answers. Are you laughing at what I'm about to read? No, I laughed at like, putting that in from Real World. It made me giggle. Oh, is that from Real World? <laughs> yeah. I never watched Real World. I'm you so sorry. You never watched any c- uh-huh. cities of Real World? Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. Wow. We'll find out the answers to our burning questions like, why would Lil Mama join Jay-Z and Alicia Keys on stage without being invited to do so? <laughs> Or, why did a white woman steal Sandra O's Emmy? Pissed. <laughs> All okay. right. It's your favorite every other week it where is. I have to ask you a question. So good. So And juicy. I want you to know that I could have chosen a safe question <laughs> this week. I chose the kind that you like. Okay. It's like a, it's a well-known thing that white people don't have any rhythm. All right. So a lot of times on YouTube or on Twitter or whatever, there'll be videos of like, like people retweet it usually with a caption, I love being black or like, I love my blackness Mm -hmm. or whatever. And it's always like just people, like black people having fun and like dancing. Mm -hmm. So here's my question. In all of these videos, it's like the same sound and move. (laughs) Where's it from and how do you learn it? (laughs) What sound and what move? It's this, right? You're going to just really laugh hard, I know. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, it's this, it's... What's the A thing? Is it referencing a specific sign? What? Is it just a move? I don't even know where to begin. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do know, but I have no idea how to answer this question. Is this just a thing that everyone knows? Is it American specific? What is it? Oh, I couldn't tell you that. I I wonder if British people do that. That's a good question. Or are there any other black people living anywhere? Sometimes this will happen in the background of like when it's a cute little black kid who's Mm -hmm. dancing or something. Mm -hmm. And they'll be like, go on. It's definitely like an encouragement thing. But I know we all do know it somehow. I what couldn't. is that? Is there a move specifically that goes with it? You're supposed to dance to it. How do you know the rhythm of no, it? No, there's not really a move. It's, just it's people... always the same timing, too. It's never faster. <laughs> it's never faster or slower. I mean, here's the thing. I could never tell you because it really is just like, it's 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 in our veins. <laughs> like, I really couldn't communicate. And as far as like when you would A, it's just, you just know. <laughs> You just know it's like when a, when a cute kid is doing a dance move, when anybody's doing a dance move and they're like really committing, you would A. Above the music? You, you mean? Sometimes I hear it with above music and sometimes you hear it with no music. Okay. In a lot of videos. <laughs> or it's like a celebration and then yeah. everyone starts dancing. And then they go. And they go, A. Yeah, no, A is really like, I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> I feel like a race trader right <laughs> Like, mm, listen, white listeners, uh, A is... You made this segment up. This is your fault. It is my fault. Um, no, it really is just, like, an encouragement thing. So you would do A if, like, you see someone doing a really good dance move, or if we're all doing well on the dance floor. Is it called something? <laughs> no, not at all. It's so funny that you would even notice that. But white people encourage each other when dancing, right? 
Not like that. You think we can do stuff in tandem? <laughs> okay, but no. How about not in tandem? How about like, let's say you're at a wedding, everybody's drunk, and one person's yeah, like, yeah, it's doing Uncle that. Harry points at you and okay. then like says, do the macarena or okay. something. And let's say you do the macarena and you do it really well. Do they no make a noise? It, no, I mean, no well, one does it really well. Even if you didn't do it well, what if you're really committed? Like, what if there's a drunk guy there and he's like really committing to the macarena? You know what the white encouragement noise is? I don't. Yes, you do. Tell it's, me. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. (laughs) Well, there you go. Then it's really the same thing. We don't do it in a pattern, though. I didn't even know we were doing it in a pattern. It's just rhythm, you know. But you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about, but I never even really noticed. It's natural, you know. I the only thing I could say as far as it being a reference to something is sometimes it'll be like people will form a soul train line. Do you know about this? Uh And then you'll hear it then when it's kind of like, it's your turn to dance. Okay, it's your turn to dance. But it doesn't really come from soul train. It's just that when that's happening, people will make that sound. Okay, follow-up question. Okay. How is this related to when you see like vines or videos of like a circle of teens where you each get a line? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh my God, I love those videos so much. Remember the like breakfast themed one? There's like, it was like, I, was, I like sausage. Yeah. yeah. Is that a game? Is that based off that something? That is a game. But I didn't, I didn't do that in high school, but that seems cool. I don't know where that comes from. But I know that once again, Lil Mama did like make that into a song and it failed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Poor Lil Mama. Um, no, I just, I don't know, man. Black people like to have fun. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Hilarious. it's not even a noise I'm comfortable making. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> just feels appropriate. Yeah, that's definitely true. It's definitely fair. I would say stay away from the A's. Are you happy I asked that question? I am, but I always struggle with questions that I can't answer because it's like, I don't know. It's just in me, you know? My heart tells me to A and I A, you know? Uh, Anyways, well, thanks for acknowledging (laughs) that that's a real thing. It is a real thing. Jealous of that uh, rhythm. Wow. Yeah, I would be too, honestly. (laughs) Super fun. Too much shoulders. Always too much shoulders. Too much shoulders. It's okay. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. And that's our show. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to the stuff we mentioned today. And don't forget to send us your questions via email or voice recording to fyi at she'sallfatpod.com. Please make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It's super important in making sure people find the show. If you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we'll give you a shout out on the pod next week. She's All Fat is created, produced, and hosted by us, Sophie Carter-Kahn and April K. Quio. If you'd like to support the work we do, you can join our Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash she's all fat pod. When you pledge to be a supporter, you'll get all sorts of goodies and extra content. Our music was composed and produced by Carolyn Pennypacker Riggs. Our website was designed by Jesse Fish, and our logo is by Britt Scott. This episode was mixed and edited by Maria Wortel. Special thanks to our fairy intern mother, Lynn Barbara, and our brand new intern for the season, Kirsten Berg. Our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter handles are at Choose All Fat Pod. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and wherever else you get your pods. Bye! I love salad. In one spot, I... <laughs> I love salad. In one spot, I go. <laughs> I'm gonna kill this bitch! I swear to God. So me, I need to leave. Okay. Planning for your next trip. 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.